What's it called? Advisors Ask. I love that. And we have a special guest today. I'm here to talk to us about financial literacy and, and the program, Education Credit Union Buff Smart. Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. This is Advisors Ask, coming at you from KWTS Podcast Suite. In our space, we pride ourselves at being more than schedule makers. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you'd like to explore. Follow us at WTAMU Advising Services on Facebook and at WT Advising Services on Instagram. I could pee again, probably. <laughs> We're your host, Candace Copeland. And Herschel Neal. Hello. We're back with another episode of Advisors Ask. Hey, Megan. Hi. So first, um, I'm going to ask you what financial literacy is, and I realize that's kind of a loaded question because it's a lot of things, but can you give us kind of a basic answer on that? Yes. Um, financial literacy is just basically the knowledge of finance and money management and it, there's a lot of different things that go into financial literacy and there's so many different things that you can learn and, and that kind of thing about money management. Um, and there's so many different topics, but basically it's how you manage your money and kind of your financial wellness. Very good. That's one of the wellnesses that we don't think about a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least I know. Or don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think most people don't want to, but. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what part do you and your office play in financial literacy at WT? Okay. So like you said, um, we're the Education Credit Union Bus Smart program, um, ECU Bus Smart for short. Um, and so we are the money management education program on campus for students. Um, it is, I would say it's free, but it's technically not because it's paid for in student service fees. Um, so you might as well utilize it, but we offer one-on-one coaching sessions and those are also um, with peer our peer financial coaches which are students themselves they are going through school working a part-time job while trying to pay for college um, which we all know is not easy Um, and so they're kind of in the same shoes as you we do the one-on-one coaching sessions um, because everybody's different everybody has different beliefs different values different situations no one person is the same um and so the way you manage your money is not always the same um and so um that's why we do the one-on-one coaching sessions and those are offered um pretty much eight to five um as long as the university is open we also um do classroom presentations and that is where the faculty member does invite us to come and we can talk about money management. Um, so we can do that. Um, we also have workshops throughout the year um, about money management. And um, and plus we have some online resources. Um, so if you go to our website, wtmu.edu slash smart, you can find a bunch of helpful resources and 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 also links um, to other financial services on campus to, to kind of help you out. Um, the, it's it's a number of all different kinds of resources from building credit to budgeting sheets to semester budget sheet to um, just what events we have on campus and that kind of thing and who to contact. So. Uh, where are you located? Do you have an office that students can just walk into? Yes, we have um, a new location. We just moved there in January and it is in Old Main, um, 105. And um, we are... Basically, if you don't know where 105 Old Main is, we are 
on the west side in the stairwell on the first floor. You lost me at west side. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the, it's the door closest to the old Ed building. Oh, okay. And uh, are they still calling it old Ed? I don't know. No, I know I it will be. I think it's got another long uh, mouthful. I think it'll be Terry Rogers the, School of Internet something. It's going to be like an education building, but also have like online learning tools in it. It sounds really cool. I'm excited to go in there once it's done. There's, I've been in there and, and I have been stuck in the elevator in there. It was very scary. It has an I, didn't, I didn't know the elevator. Mm-hmm. Elevator was working. Well, this was like 12 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, or maybe 10. I don't know. I'm um, bad at math, so that's why I'm not in charge of our financial services. But for those students that are not good at math, do you have tools for them to make it easier? Yes, definitely. Um, we it's it's basic math. I mean, um, there's nothing complicated about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, um, they always say, you know, it's about eighty um, percent discipline and. 20% head knowledge on financial literacy. And so it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of discipline, but also you can make that discipline fun as well. Hmm. You know, it's not always just rigor and sticking to a budget and, and that kind of thing. It's, it's figuring out where you can, where you can have fun, but also make sure you plan and that kind of thing. So financial dieting, I would not call it financial dieting because I don't know. Cause when you diet, you're restricted stuff. And when you're restricted stuff, it's, you you want it right mm-hmm. and so um so it's just setting a limit and seeing um where you can save that money and maybe it, it may it may be saying hey maybe not today but maybe next week um it's not you know um it's it's saying maybe okay i want these nice pair of shoes that are three hundred dollars or nice pair of boots and is a okay next couple months if i put a hundred dollars down each month then i can have them right it's almost a reward system Mm -hmm. instead yep what would you say to students who uh uh feel like i don't have any money how and i don't want to hear about how i should be spending it or not (laughs) because i i know it's i'm not doing right but uh i don't have enough to go around uh it's kind of like the you know that old I don't know if it's an adage, but, you know, someone who's bankrupt or is broke doesn't want to hear uh, about banking. Yeah, um, we have a lot of that. Um, And so, like, students, you're not alone. But um, some way, somehow, you are... um, You're in college, so you're paying for that some, some way, somehow. Plus, all, you know, you're using... You have to have a place to live. You are you don't have to, but um, you probably choose to have a place to live. Um, you need to eat that kind of thing. And so there's money coming in from somewhere, whether it's grants, um, whether it's scholarships, whether it's loans, that kind of thing. And so um, somehow you're paying for that. And even if parent some some students, the parents are taking care of it. Um, even with that, you're still you're still spending money some way, somehow. And so it's kind of looking at it and seeing, well, okay, yeah, you may not have that much money to spend, but the money that you do have to spend, are we meeting your needs? And then where can we maybe go out with friends with that or, you know, get something that, or make sure all your needs are met. And and where else can we 
find some money? You know, is it looking into scholarships? Is it, um, is it working? Is it, and, and I will say most, most students on our campus, they do work, um, and they work hard. Um, and so paying for college, it's hard. Do you, do you ever work with, uh, students who've graduated and they're struggling to, to pay off loans at that point? Uh, we have not, but we will if students are alumni. Um, and so we have talked to several that are um, they're about to graduate and have talked to them about repayment on their student loans. Um, and so because it's one of those things, um, you know, when you get out, you do, you do need to make a plan to repay those student loans and how they can repay them back. And I um, always tell students, you know, go through the whole process of repaying it back. But you've been living like a college student for four or five years. Continue living like a college student and you can have those loans paid off maybe, you know, five years instead of the 10 years. And when you had that paid off, you have that extra money to do to put into retirement or, you know, into the things that you do want and that kind of thing. And so for sure. So another situation that we see with our students is a refund check. So um, what can students do with the refund check that you all kind of advise in your office? Yes. Um, so I will say a refund check is so easy to go and spend. So easy. Um, and so that's something, you know, you're going to get a refund checked. Um, and so what we can do is help you um, make a plan for that refund check. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can go. You can go spend it on some. Um, make sure you're spending on things you you need. Make sure your basic needs are covered, whatever your needs are, because um, those needs are. I will say needs are different for all students. Um, make sure your needs are covered, but then also you know, you you also don't need to restrict yourself for not having any fun, um, because we need to have that social time or just that relaxing time, that kind of thing. Um, cause that's for overall mental health. We need that time. And so budgeting that refund check to be able to last all semester to meet the needs, but then also like, where can we maybe, maybe have some fun with, with that money as well. That's an interesting concept to kind of mix financial health with mental health. Like mm-hmm. when you are feeling like you're not drowning in debt, you know, it is good for your mental health, but also um, making a good balance of when you can spend so that you can like take a break or go on vacation and reset things yes. like that. And when we talk about budgeting or cash flowing, um, you know, a lot of people don't like the word budgeting because they feel like it's a diet. Um, but it's really not. It's telling your money where to go instead of your money just disappearing and you don't know where it's at. Um, but we also encourage students to have a fun money line. And that fun money line is anything from whether it's entertainment, whether it's buying a game. Um, I know a lot of students like to to do games um, or the esports type stuff. Um, or you know, some girls they like to go get their nails done. Mm-hmm. You know, and so having that having that line of that fun money, um, and some you know some like to go shopping with it. Whatever it is that kind of helps you relax or that kind of thing, like I said, with mental health, you do need that. And so, I think a motivator too is just that feeling if you're if you're strapped for for money all of the time and you get a, a refund check, that feeling is so nice to just know I, I 
I have some money in the bank for emergencies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't waste it. Yes, <laughs> keep and that, be able to keep that feeling of I don't have to worry about, you know, month to month uh, making it because I have a little extra. Yes, that little extra in an emergency fund and that kind of thing is, is always great. Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you would like to explore. Follow us at WTAMU Advising Services on Facebook and at WT Advising Services on Instagram. We're back from our break and we have been talking about our favorite ways to save a little bit of money. My husband will say that that is not in my vocabulary that I spend all of our money. But I will say I use lots of apps and use like couponing essentially, app couponing. So I do use like Target Circle. I go through and look at the things that we already are going to purchase and I hit, you know, save 15% or, you know, um, 30%. Does your husband ever say, Candace, you're spending a fortune saving money? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He was like, well, you didn't actually need that thing that you just wanted it because it was 30% off. (laughs) For sure. He does say that to me. Or like the Palace app, we get coffee. And so if you, you know, get 500 points or whatever on palace's app you get a you can use it to get a free bag of coffee so things that we're going to be doing anyway like you might as well start saving on those type of things now and honestly a lot of restaurants will give you free food like if like chick-fil-a is always pushing like with the purchase of a lemonade get a free chicken sandwich or something like that so i think those are important and i'm all about those type of things (laughs) yes couponing is always good um especially if you um have those apps and that kind of thing just don't get too overwhelmed bomb i i get overwhelmed by the apps <laughs> but my favorite everybody wants you to get their discounts and all yes. that. they want you to have another app on your phone yes um and so my favorite way to save um is through our budgeting our cash flow plan um and i, I know that sounds cl- cliche and i am the money management educator on the campus but um it's one of those things that we can I can sit down every month with my husband and and go over and see what we have and then um, make sure that we're putting back some money um, towards our savings or towards even just um, I also have what we call sinking funds. And those are things that maybe only come around yearly, um, kind of like insurance. Um, and so property taxes, property taxes. Yes. All um, those things you did not sign up for. When yeah. You exited the womb. Some of those things <laughs> that you you don't always expect, but then they come around every year. And so um, just putting a little bit of money towards that every month. Um, and that way I'm not surprised. And so, and yes, that's hard. I will say it's harder for a college student because they don't know what expenses are mm-hmm. yearly, but uh, those are things to think about. So what about you, Herschel? I have to admit, I don't have a good, uh, <laughs> a good system. I do. I, I have a, a plan. Uh, the, the, but that never pans out. <laughs> I have a separate account that uh, money's put in each month, and the idea is that's a savings account or that's for taxes. Mm-hmm. Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. But every there, there's not a month that goes by that we're not over budget, and I have to drain that that darn account. And so it's a constant struggle. But yeah, I try. <laughs> yeah, and so. Um, one thing that we have that you can maybe come to and 
and learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we do have our money management boot camps. Um, in the fall, we have our basic money management boot camp, which is a six week non credit course. Um, and it covers everything from paying for school, um, saving, budgeting, um, overcoming financial obstacles, and also building credit responsibly. And I will say, college students, um, building credit responsibly is a big deal. Um, and I can go on a whole nother tangent on that. Um, but we had that boot camp. We um, do, you can earn a scholarship by going through that boot camp, a $250 scholarship. I am currently working out the logistics on how many we're going to have, but I will say what happened last year is um, WT provided 10 $250 scholarships and then Education Credit Union provided four. And so we had 14 $250 scholarships. And to earn that, students get points throughout the, the course. And that's like showing up to class, participating, but also doing some homework assignments. And the homework assignments are things that students should be doing anyways, like mm -hmm. filling out a scholarship application. Everybody needs to fill out a scholarship application. Um, and so, um, earn those points. If you get a certain amount of points, your name goes into a drawing for the $250 scholarship. Last year we had 200, uh, 26 students that were eligible for the scholarship. And, um, we are at the end of the year graduation celebration where we have a dinner and guest speaker and stuff. And, um, Marcus, which is the CEO of ECU, he was kind of like, Hey, all these students did earn it. And so he's like, we can, we can fit the bill for the rest. And so all 26 students got the scholarship. And so I can't say that's what's going to happen this year, but <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. We're still working that out that kind of thing, do but you, you never know until you try. Do you talk to many students who didn't know that they had to reapply for scholarships and they yes, missed um, the deadline and did what yes, you recommend? That is a constant thing. Um, I will say for merit scholarships, um, and that is, you know, based on your academics that you get um, as you come in as a new freshman or a new transfer. Um those renew as long as you complete 30 WT hours and uh, maintain a 3.0 GPA. Um, now, now departmental scholarships and that kind of thing. Also, your FAFSA, you do have to complete every year. And so um, put October 1st um, on your calendar because that's when scholarship applications open up. Um, I will say every year except for this upcoming year. Um FAFSA is October 1st. However, they're changing a lot up. That's supposed to be making things a lot easier for students and families. Um, and so it, they're looking at January 1st when it's going to be opening up for this next year. So January 1st of 2024. Um, but we'll be sending out stuff on social media and reminders and emails and that kind of thing. So Make sure to be checking us out and we'll we'll try to keep students as updated as we can on that new date for for FAFSA for this upcoming year. Awesome. Well, a lot of students, you know, sometimes they don't submit things on time or they um, are just kind of waiting on on aid to be processed and things like that. And they need to get books or something like that. Um, what are what is something that can help them kind of hold them over until their aid is processed? Um, and you're talking about maybe paying for the bill and, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah, there's, there's different things in place, um, for paying your bill. And 
even if your financial aid hasn't been processed and that kind of thing, um, you can sign up for a payment plan. Um, and so signing up for a payment plan, you do pay the $35 for the plan. However, it breaks your bill up into four different payments. Um, and those payments are September one, um, all the September 1st through the following months. Um, I can't think of them. (laughs) So September one, October one, November and December first are the payments. And so, um, the payment, do I need to talk about payment deadlines? Um, the payment deadline will be around August 15th. Um, and so, um, you have some time, you can pay that $35 and then you have some time before September one for that aid to process. Also, um, there's emergency loans, um, available. And, um, so, um, you can look into that. However, that is something that you do have to pay back and it doesn't always show on your bill. So if you do check that out, make sure that you're talking to somebody about, um, making sure that that does pay back. A lot of times the financial aid does cover that. Um, but sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then also, you know, if you're just strapped and can't quite, um, cover things. They do have book loans. Um, and so I don't know if I'm as versed on that to talk about book loans. Um, y'all probably, y'all probably are actually more versed on talking about book loans than I am. Um, but so actually that was going to be a question if students, uh, you know, are just, there's a payment deadline looming and they just, they feel like this, you know, I, I can't make that. Maybe I should just withdraw from school. Um, Usually there's something that can help them out. Where should, who should they talk to? Yes. To find out? Yeah. If they, if you, if there is a payment coming up um, and you're like, I can't do that. I just might as well drop out. Don't do that. Come talk to financial aid. Come talk to scholarships. Come talk to us and buff smarts. Come talk to us. Um, and so see what there is available. There may be something else available. There may not, who knows, but maybe we can also make a plan to be able to pay that off. Um, And that may not be paid off by December 1st, but we can maybe at least get it paid off before you start your next semester. Um, And so making that plan, um, figuring out what we can do, where we can get some extra money. Um, If you do have a financial hardship, uh, please, please come talk to us about that because we do have some funds if if you've run across a, a financial hardship of any kind. So um, just come talk to somebody. Um, and, and I would say, talk to your advisor, talk to us at Buff Smart, talk to somebody in financial aid, talk to somebody in scholarships. Don't just, don't just say, Oh, I can't do it and leave. We, we can, we can help you out. And it, it may, it may not be easy because we may put you on a plan to pay it off, but you'll get it. You'll be able to get it done. Yeah. So please hear that. I, I, I can say, from experience as an advisor and as a parent of a student, um, you know there, there are resources. Don't ever think, don't ever think there you can't get help. People on campus want to help you. We want, we don't want you to drop out, um, and not just because we want your money, but because we want you to be successful and finish college, uh, and not have spent what you have already, uh, you know, and, and not graduate. Uh, so yeah, please t- and all those three particularly talk to Buff Smart, uh, talk to financial aid, talk to the scholarship office directly. Uh, you know, someone will get will be able to give you some good advice. We want you to be able to to finish your degree. Well, 
you've given us a lot to think about, Megan, and you've given students a lot of tools to make their time in, you know, in this kind of weird time where they don't really know how to budget and control their own money, but like they're needing to learn. You've given lots of tools. So really the last question I have for you is how can students make an appointment with you so that they can kind of personalize this to them? Yes, uh, it's very simple to make an appointment. You can go to our website um, and we have a click here to make an appointment. Um, And so if you can't find that, then you can call us um, to make that appointment. Our phone number is 806-651-2369 and call us, make an appointment. um, And we can, I will say, we can talk about anything money we just don't give money. And so um, even if it's just understanding your loans or paying for college um, or even saving up for a laptop, that kind of thing, um, we can talk to us. And I want to tell students, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So come utilize these resources, even if you don't know what to ask. Um, we'll probably start out with some basic stuff and then probably questions will come after that. Um, but yeah, make sure and come, um, that, that goes along with our money management boot camp and, and that kind of thing. You don't know what you don't know until you go and, and learn it. So absolutely. That's kind of everything here. It is like you just absolutely don't know. So you should just stay curious. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Ask lots of questions. All right. Well, that ends another episode of Advisors Ask. Um, If you do have any more questions, students, please just comment on our social media posts and we will make sure that we address those as soon as we have some up and going. Thanks and have a good day. Is there anything you want to cut? Okay. I'm sure there's something I want to cut. (laughs) Thank you to the Department of Communication at West Texas A&M University. Don't forget to reach out to us on our social medias with questions or topics you'd like to explore. Follow us at WT Advising Services on Instagram and WTAMU Advising Services on Facebook. Thanks for listening to Advisors Ask. Make sure to follow us on our social media. Tune in for more podcasts.